Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Episode 149 of the Field of Geeks podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Megan. So we're all uh, <laughs> we're all recording from our uh, respected uh, bunkers uh, right now. Um, of course, we have the COVID 19. You know, is big lockdown. Well, not lockdown yet. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But uh, social distancing. We're all practicing. Lockdown. What's that? No, I'm just sorry. I'm quoting a movie. Oh, what movie? Um, that Dave Chappelle movie, uh, where he's a stoner. Oh, half baked. Yeah. Got the whole town in lockdown. <laughs> well, I'll remember that if that happens. <laughs> Cheer yeah. me up a little bit when the tanks come down my street. Um, yeah, yeah. No, but you know we're all going through this right now. It's it's a new way of life, and hopefully it won't be so long. But thought we could uh, each of us talk how we're coping with this. You know, uh, you know, positively as possible, and. You know, just trying to keep our minds off um, things. Whoever, whoever wants to start, make them. Possibly as possible. That's interesting. I've never heard that before. I like it. There you go. Possibly as possible. That's why I'm here. Well, Josh, uh, since you're talking about it, why don't you go first, and then uh, Megan, you go, and I'll go last. Uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, spending more time with family, and it kind of is a, it's a refresher, I think, for a lot of us, and it helps you uh, appreciate things more than ever, I think. Um, really haven't had this happen before in our lifetime. That's for sure. And uh, yeah, just, and also washing the hell out of my hands so much so <laughs> that they're drying and they're cracking and I got to get lotion and oh my God, it's crazy. But it's like, I just touched my face. No. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, just uh, trying to eat whatever I can around the house, not go out. Actually, I don't think I've been out for quite some time um but yeah it's uh you know just trying to keep the kids um in positive spirits and you know we're we're pretty much uh we're coping pretty well i think thankfully we have the uh outside uh you know internet and all that stuff to uh get us by and yeah so it's uh yeah i i look forward to the we can return to what we uh, how we were living but i i hope that we all have um better mindset, you know, this could happen again and we should prepare better for it overall, you know, uh, on a massive scale and just ourselves in general, you know, just have everything that you need. And we'll probably end up, you know, having pantries like our great grandparents did. And we thought they were nuts, but kind of get it now, especially with the toilet paper shortage, you know, <laughs> it's pretty crazy going to the store. Do you, do you feel like your kids understand what's going on or they've just kind of accepted just whatever it is that they're supposed to do now without really fully understanding. Um, I think a little bit of both. I think cause yeah. us adults are still trying to understand all of it and, you know, just right. trying to say, you know, just gotta stay clear and, um, stay safe, stay clean. Uh, first I think they were excited cause you know, they're like, we don't have school for, I don't know right, right now. I think it's for a month or so. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's possibility it's going to be the rest of the, 
school year. So, mm-hmm. but with that said, uh, you know, they had their spring break week, which wasn't as fun. And my daughter had a birthday during it. So he didn't really get to celebrate it as uh, we usually do. So I think that was hard for yeah. her at first, but she got over it and she understands. So she, you know, she's a good trooper and we, um, yeah, we're just trying to understand this and, uh, we're going to get a schedule for them to go by. I uh, can't recall the university that offers free education for, I think it's elementary. It might be for any grade, really. Uh, my wife knows. But anyway, we got them starting on that tomorrow. So it's it's totally free and um, they'll have a schedule. So they won't just be goofing around the house, which is, I think, a lot of kids were like, hey, summer vacation. Yay. Right. <laughs> I wish I could have a vacation right now, I'll tell you that, but. Uh, thankfully though, I will say, you know, when they announced school closures, a lot of parents are freaking out rightfully so, but my wife and I were able to work from home. So we're just very thankful we can do that. And it's really been a lot less stress than others have had, Uh, you know, unfortunately, but you know, it's good for us. (laughs) So my daughter will also have a birthday, uh, in April. And so she's, it's, we're set to still be in our homes and not, you know, the school year won't have, wouldn't have started back up yet, uh, just yet. And so when I explained to her that, you know, you're not going to have a birthday party this year, her response was, oh, is that because of the virus? Wow. So I don't think she she understands. I don't think she understands. She just knows that that's the reason why she can't do things. Sure, sure. So, uh, but she hasn't thrown, she's five, so uh, sure. she hasn't thrown a single, a single fit yet about it, which is good. Well, that's I great. Think I try really, really hard because I work from home as well, and she's here, so I try really, really hard to, uh, I don't know, just keep her entertained or find something that she can do. Right. Because we can't go outside, because I, my type of work, I, you know, I have to be on phone calls, so I can't just, mm-hmm. you know, we can't just go outside for an hour and blow exactly. off some steam that way, so. Right. Well, that's good. That's, that's good for you. That's good for her to. Yeah, that's, uh, that's an interesting thing. I was worried about that, too, with a lot of folks, uh that we manage over at uh, our call center and uh, so far so good, but you know, what happens when it's up to the parents to then teach and also make phone calls and do all this stuff. I mean, you know, there's a certain age group where, yeah, that works because they're, you know, old enough to understand, but then you have, you know, like your age group, um, you know, we're five years old. It's really hard to keep them focused and it's going to be very interesting. Uh, to see what happens, um, you know, because West or Iowa schools haven't uh, canceled for the the rest of the year or until next uh, next opening, so it'll be it'll be very interesting to see what happens here. Yeah, University of Iowa, they're not going to have their uh, graduation ceremony, and that might be the same for other colleges. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a people will remember this this year, that's for sure. It's just it's different, and I know for me personally, I feel like it just. It's still taking a little bit to get used to. Like yeah. I just, I feel like tomorrow I'm going to wake up and everything should just be fine and we'll go back to normal. And that's just not the reality of the situation at all. Mm-hmm. So I try not to think about it at all. Like mm-hmm. I just don't, if you don't think about it, then it, you don't have to try to make sense of it, I guess. Right. Right. But the mindset of everybody is so much different now. And it's, it's the longer it goes, the more it's going to change our perception of uh, things. I mean, you got to, it's what's interesting that I'm finding is that every generation has two monumental events that kind of shape how they live or what, you know, what their thought process is. You know, my parents had 
the moon landing, and then they had JFK getting shot. Um, we yes. have 9-11, and now this. And so, you know, kids that are growing up will have one more thing that will, you know, really trigger their remembrance of, of their, you know, generation. So it, it really is interesting. Um, one thing I'm finding is that, uh, you know, obviously we used to, because I work a second job, you know, Allie was staying at home and stuff like that. I used to eat out a lot. I, I'm not doing that. I don't miss it, but at the same token, it's just like, man, now I got to do dishes on top of eating. And <laughs> yeah. This sucks. And then you got to plan out like, you know, each meal that you want to have. It's not like, oh man, you know what really sounds good? Subway. I'm going to go there today. And then tomorrow I'm going to go to McDonald's. No, you got to plan. So mm. Mitch, uh, try yeah. being pregnant like myself and getting right. a craving and knowing that you just can't do a thing about it. Pop-Tarts. <laughs> And it doesn't go away either. Like it will last a couple of days. Like it's like, hey, you haven't eaten this yet. Were you gonna eat this? Yeah. I might be pregnant yeah. too. That makes so much sense. <laughs> no, yeah. but I mean the one thing that we have learned, um, or that I've learned is, you know, obviously I was never a guy who liked to have leftovers and now I agree. I'm like well, it just sucks because I had it the night before. Why do I want to have it again the next day? Well, it's never you know? the same either, unless you know how to warm yeah. it up just right. Uh, pizza's right, an exception, right. though. Pizza, I will, I will eat that cold the next morning if I have it. Oh, I love cold pizza. I'll yeah. eat that all day long. The one thing that, um, for me, was pasta. Right, like if you have mac and cheese, oh, it, you yeah. know you only made enough for that night because mac and cheese reheated sucked. Right. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I found. I found out that if you store it, um, you know, in one of those Tupperware containers, add just a little bit of milk to the bottom yep. and then mix it back up, and it, it's like brand new mac and cheese. Really? Yeah. Did you not? Yeah. I just learned something. It's insane. We all it do. Makes I do that. It like, like brand new mac and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I discovered that when I had my daughter, and uh, you know, we'd save the mac and cheese, and I was like, oh, just add a little bit of milk, and it's, yeah. Sorry, I, mean, I wish I would have known you didn't know that. I would have passed that along sooner. Yeah, I know. It was. It's. It's <laughs> funny because you're finding like little ways to be more MacGyverish with food, and I mm-hmm. wonder if that's, you know, now we're going back to this like farm style cooking where you you cook a lot so that you have leftovers, you know, for the next day and stuff like that. So you have to cook so, again. Yeah, you, you can right, right. give your dishes a rest. I don't know if you guys, <laughs> if your grandparents are all still living, but um, and I and I mean that. I didn't mean that nicely, but uh, so my grandparents are, and so they've actually, I mean, been giving information on how to add certain things to your food to make it bulkier, right? So that it, so that there's more when there's less. If mm. that makes sense. Sure. Oh yeah, it's called depression era cooking. Yes, uh, yes, thank you. Yeah. So it's been nice to run that by a family member who's already been like, oh, this is this is what you should do to make a meal for. You know, four or five people. What you do you? You don't want to use a lot. What do you add? Yeah. Like crackers or something, or what? Um. So, beef. If you have it, you can add beef, and that'll bulk it up. Uh, hot dogs. Mm. That also bulks it up. Um. You can also use veggies. So, like I know for us, we saw like we prepped way, 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 way in advance. Like way before people went crazy. Way nice. before. Like all of this, and that was just simply because I had gotten a phone call from my mom, and she was like, "Look, the doctors here are concerned." And this was before it even had crossed over to the U.S. Like officially, she was like, "The doctors here are concerned." Um, so I'm just calling to let you know that like maybe you should go out and get a mask. Like maybe you should think about like 
stocking up on food supplies. And this was information that was been that had been given to her through, you know, the physicians she works for. So we then slowly, not all at once, but very slowly just started to accumulate things, you know, just in case. And sure. I swear everybody at my work thought I was crazy. Everybody at my work was just, I mean, they, every joke in the book mm-hmm. is laughing now guys who's laughing now well it's like that basketball player he was goofing off wasn't he touching all the mics and stuff and then he ended up being positive (laughs) yep and then he apologized for it well good i didn't see that but i'm i'm happy he did because that's a dick move i think he was was touching everybody in the locker room too (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. yep he was hugging people and yeah he was just oh oh Mm -hmm. okay Mitch, Mitch goes. What? Oh yeah, Mitch. Did you know hugging's not allowed anymore? We don't hug each other. What? Yeah, what? I'm sure though the United Kingdom is actually doing really well with this whole social media <laughs> thing because they don't uh they don't hug or kiss or do any of that anyways. They're already very socially distant from one another. <laughs> the Crown taught me that. Well, uh, Grubhub and places like that are very popular delivery right now. We had a pizza delivery like. Friday, I think, and you had an option now where they could just leave it at your door. You know, you don't have to sign. So that was weird. Do you but... wipe it down? What's that? Do you wipe it down or spray it down? What? The package. Just curious. Oh, um, I, <laughs> yeah, well, no. Uh, okay, for, for first did, off, so it was, <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. No, it was a rainy day. So I put a cardboard, uh, piece of cardboard out for them to put it on. They They didn't put it on that. So anyway, I, uh, they rang the doorbell, went out and grabbed it, waved at them. It was just weird. You know, it's like, this is so you know different brought it inside. Anytime I touched the box or like a, the two liters we got, I would wash my hands. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. very, uh, yeah. Cause I was like, well, I don't, hopefully they're clean, but I don't know. So you can wipe it down, but washing your hands works good or just using gloves while you interact with that. Or just throw it all in the dishwasher <laughs> and then. Yeah. Eat it after, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like uh, yeah, everything. Start in the dishwasher. <laughs> Man, this burrito sure does taste better when it's been washed. You give him a call. Listen, your pizza did not survive my dishwasher, and I want my money back. Uh, hi V. Uh, if you didn't know, we did. I didn't go yesterday, but my fiance did, and um, they did put up plexiglass so that way. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Um, he said it's kind of weird. So talking to somebody through just the sheet of plexiglass. But yeah. Yeah. Kind of the the new norm, I guess. So they're not actually I thought they were gonna be in like these little tents, like these little bubble clear tents. <laughs> like bubble they're, boy. They're not. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. They they're still very much out, but you can only talk to them through the plexiglass. So one of them's like, I got a leak, and they just tackle him, kick him out yeah. of the store. Yeah. I had also seen videos of grocery stores. Now, um, I'm going to say this real quick, and then I'm going to back up to something else, where they will make people wait in line until they can clean off the surfaces from the oh, last yeah. person, wow. and then the next person can go. And now, Target does not give a fuck. Really? To use that word. No. No. They have no precautions. They clean the store, they say, but, like, nothing. Like, you still, no gloves. Now, we haven't been into Target. We've been using the drive-up service. Yeah. Um, if we have to use something. Which is limited, though. That's what sucks about it. Yes. You can only buy so many items. Um, but, like, I needed to get, um, like, pull-ups the other day. Yeah. So, I said, we, we went to go do that. They hand you the bag. They don't wear gloves. 
and then they hand you the machine that they mm-hmm. want you to sign. Yeah. And we basically said, we're not, you know, we're not comfortable signing this document because how many other people have used mm-hmm. that device to sign? And they said, that's fine. And they just scribbled the name on there, which <laughs> we were okay with. We gave him permission to do right, that. But right. I just, they weren't like, who knows if they're wiping them down after that? Uh, who, like, you just don't know. So who's take the real question is who's taking more precautions, Walmart or Target? I haven't been to Walmart, so I don't know. Hmm. Walmart hasn't said much, uh, except for their hours are, are changing. Um, you know, I mean, Walmart was, <laughs> you know, you got people walking around there, kids with, you know, gunked up noses and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's why I always shopped at Target. Not oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Or anything, but you know, right? Well, uh, um, quick story I was in yeah. dolls years ago when we had dolls around here still, and they had the donut case. And one one time I was there, lady's kid was in the case, and what? I was just like, What the oh, hell? Get yeah, out. You remember when you were a part of the cookie club? What's that? The co- you remember being a part of the cookie club over at dolls? No, oh, that was so cool. Cookie Club, you get uh, a free cookie if you stopped in and you were shopping with your your parents. Oh yeah! So they gave you like a little laminate card, mm-hmm. and then they they handed you a cookie out of this area. I mean, it wasn't a fancy cookie; it was like either like a frosted cookie or mm-hmm. a chocolate chip or something like that. But man, that was so cool! Well, and if you have kids, you can usually go to like High V or Target in the bakery, and you'll get a cookie. You won't get a card, oh, but really? you'll get a cookie. Yeah, they still yeah. do that. It's kind of like a Un- unsaid thing. I don't know. <laughs> That's cool. I never tried it without kids. Like, hey, can I get a cookie? <laughs> <laughs> hey, why are you flipping me off? That's not nice. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's we're all getting used to this new uh, new way of life. But uh, maybe we could uh, recommend some things for people to watch, keep their minds, you know, occupied and you know, distracted. Uh, do you guys have any recommendations out there for you know, like TV shows, movies, games, anything? It's it's weird, guys, uh, when we're all on a phone and we can't see each other and interact. Um, I know. So I'm sorry if I talk over anybody um, ahead of time. Um, so anyway, uh, we, I, you know, every Christmas or Black Friday, they always have like this big movie bus where everything's so dirt cheap. So we buy a whole bunch of movies and, and then I forget that we have them and sometimes we don't watch them. And so we've been going through and, and doing that. Um, however, I did just see Jojo Rabbit. Uh, great movie. I laughed a little bit. It is a serious movie, um, sure. but I did laugh at some of the parts. Um, looking forward to seeing Ford versus Ferrari. That's very good. Um, You'll like that. I, I enjoyed that. Oh, one. yeah. Um, I have not seen. Um, is it The Revenant? The one with uh, Leo? Oh, you haven't? Oh, you're no, in for a treat. That thing oh, is. Oh, my God. Yeah. You'll you're like that. There, do, you, do you have a surround sound at all? No, no, but I keep on looking. Vizio has this like soundbar that hooks mm-hmm. up TV. Hey, I I, like, yeah, ah. soundbars are great too. I've got one upstairs, and it's pretty damn effective. But yeah. that movie, um, if you can see see it in surround or uh, a soundbar, I recommend it. But if not, it's it's totally cool. It just it has yeah. a lot of cool sound effects and everything. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, let's see what else. Uh, so, Revenant Jojo, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Did yeah, see that. loved it. Um, go see that. Otherwise than that, um, you know, there's a lot of Netflix, uh, series, um, that are really good documentaries uh, that are coming out. Um, a little pissed that they don't have contagion, uh, cause I want to see that. Sure. Um, 
but uh, other than that, yeah, there's there's a ton of stuff. Oh, Dark Phoenix dropped on HBO. If you got that, sweet. I'm gonna try to see that today. So, yeah, it's like movie heaven right now. Um, I started. If you're for anybody who has Hulu, there's uh, a new series out, Little Fires Everywhere, on Hulu with Reese Witherspoon, Kerry Washington, and Joshua Jackson. Nice. I've heard it's about that. A, it's based off of a novel. Uh, there's only three episodes, but the episodes are long, and it's uh, it's pretty good. It, if you like a movie that's not, or not, I guess a show that's kind of uh, got layers to peel away, this is that show. It's definitely got a lot of layers to it. So great. Um, and then I started Handmaid's Tale. I know that's been out for a while. I hadn't seen it. My wife loves that talk. show. Yeah, that show is, is messed up. <laughs> it is very messed up. It is. Yeah, I have to. It, Allie loved that show, and I had to like walk away and go into another room. It started to impress me too much. That's one yeah. show that's rare that it ever happens. But yeah, I was just like, no. Nah, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Pretty dark. It, there's also a. Was it you, Megan, that brought up a documentary before we started recording to check out? Mitch and I were just briefly talking about. Uh, there's a series called Pandemic. I, I I've only seen like a little bits and pieces of it, and then Allie told me to shut it off because it was freaking her out. Um, that one, they kind of just go over the, you know, the World Health Organization and, and uh, kind of the pathology of how these things start and um, virus viruses, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I saw something. Um, not to move away from that show, but I saw something. Um, I need to check out. And it was a question of why are all these viruses happening, um, in either China or Japan, and why are they originating from there? Um. As you know, it seems like a lot of this stuff, like uh, N1H1 and SARS, bird flu, you know, all this stuff is happening over there. Mm-hmm. Why is it happening over there? You know, and they, I saw that there was kind of a, a small documentary on that that I need to, or I want to check out. Sure. Um, not to, not to be, I guess, for better use of a word, uh, racist or anything. It's just interesting how yeah. that area of the world is having these problems. Sure. And uh, it would be interesting to find out why. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there's another good documentary that I just remembered uh, that I liked anyways. It's called The Pharmacist. And it's essentially about... Um, oh, yeah. Have you seen it? So, no, yeah. I want to. It's actually really good. It's long. Uh, it's really good. It's kind of a, a two-part thing. So it's going to go over uh, the pharmacist and, and the son that he had who died of, of basically a, a, a drug interaction or a drug deal gone wrong, right? Ooh. But then the bigger picture is more about how the opioid pandemic started um, and how wow. they're saying it started in this town. And they had pill mill doctors who they wouldn't shut down, who were just giving out pills to mm. just about anybody that was her main job. And people were dying. Wow. Um, and so, and it ta- it talks a lot about like that and how that whole started and, and the different, uh, like the different individuals, like the DEA was involved and, and all of that good stuff. But it took the DEA forever, mm-hmm. forever to pin this woman down. Oh, I bet. Um, and then pin the, the other doctors too. The drug representatives were in on it. I mm-hmm. mean, they knew about who these doctors were. Money, money, money. These, yes. I mean, it just shows this entire corrupt. Mm-hmm. And it's not just with opioids. I mean, you could probably apply this to just about anything. Oh, yeah, for but, sure. For sure. Um, it really kind of breaks down that system. It's really, it's a really, it's a long watch, but it's a really good 
nice. documentary if you're into that. Is that on Netflix? It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Pharmacist. Excellent. Great. Well, um, I'm going to recommend uh, a lot of James Bond films are out there currently. Uh, Netflix, Amazon oh, yeah. Prime, I, I believe both of those have yep. uh, plenty out there. Um, Hackers is free on YouTube. We actually covered that on one of our uh, Field of Geeks at the Movies. So you can actually um, sync those up and uh, we'll join you. So Speaking um, of that, uh, we need to do, once this whole uh, kit and caboodle gets over with, uh, we sure. need to do mm-hmm. another one. Absolutely, yes. We're actually going to be releasing, and unfortunately you guys weren't able to join us, but we did uh, Under Siege 2 with Juan and his uh, friend Gus, and I believe oh, okay. Dave. Uh, Dave and Juan are from the Super Unknown podcast, which is under the Field of Geeks network, so that'll be releasing soon. I'm trying to release as much content as possible, you know, just think it's a good time for people if they want to hear something, you know, while they're at work or so on. But you yeah. know, and the best thing you can do is just, you know, try to live as normal of a life as you can. Yeah, you know? it gets you a chance still to catch up same, on things. Yeah. Still do the same routines. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, going out is going to be a little bit different. But, you know, sure. um, change things up a little bit. Talk to, you know. Yeah. You know, obviously, people aren't used to talking to their family at, at greater lengths than what they, you know, uh, do now. But, you know, now would be a time to to work on some things around the house if you have projects or you know mm-hmm. um or even set up a game night you know sure sure um play bingo play yahtzee you know those little um fun games can can bring some people together and yeah you know, and you can do that fun. through like skype or zoom or yeah. i mean there's yeah. all kinds of ways to do it i also read something i didn't read all the way into it but just like the gist of it uh somewhere uh drive-in theaters have become popular again do to yeah. all of this and it just reminded me like it's not always great to throw away old things you know because i have like i have like vcrs i've got uh you know cassette players all that stuff like that you might need that again you know we um you know it's another thing we're going to get into later about movie theaters but streaming's great but if you don't have great internet you're you're fucked you know <laughs> it's just right. it, it's kind of a letdown after that you know if you don't have physical media that's that's another thing, you know. You're always going to have, and it's kind of monopolizing. I think possible, possibly in the future, you'll you know pay through the roof on your internet, so you can you can get all your streaming, you know, good quality and without interruptions and so on. So, just a reminder, like all that stuff, it still it still has a purpose. You know, it might not be the greatest exactly. technology, some of it, but it still serves a purpose, and I think it's worth the store in your storage room if you've got one. Before we move on to, um, I'm going to talk about our archives. I know we just briefly talked about that. Uh, two more films I would like to recommend. Uh, Chef, that's a good film. That makes you hungry. Um, that's on Amazon Prime right now. And he also has The Chef Show on Netflix. So it's a different streaming service. But he has celebrities on and he makes some really cool meals and makes you hungry. Yeah, again. that's fun because he almost interviews him while he's cooking. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's good. And he's like got it. all kinds of people on. He had like Bill Burr and... Uh, I think recently he had a uh, oh gosh who direct Sam Raimi he had him on directed the Spider Man oh, okay. films and Evil Dead all that so yeah I gotta I gotta catch up on those but Get Shorty that's another good film that's on YouTube John Travolta Gene Hackman Danny DeVito Rene Russo huge cast you know it was it was prime Travolta you know when he had his resurgence in the in the nineties after uh, Pulp Fiction so yeah definitely oh, yes. definitely check that out for everyone out there wanting to listen to 
So some material, we have basically five years of archival material um, through um, Podbean or, you know, any uh, digital uh, streaming device. Uh, I think Stitcher, we have um, the archive on there too, Spotify, CastBox, uh, iTunes, and YouTube has a lot of our stuff as well. And it might even have some stuff that's not on the others, but yeah, tons of material out there. We've got the Field of Geeks podcast, which we cover, you know, current news. So a lot of it's old, but of course this one right now is newer. So there's also some cool moments on there too and goof off and all that. Uh, Field of Geeks at the Movies, that's our commentary discussion show. We pick a film, we make sure you can sync it up with us and we watch it together basically. Uh, the Super Unknown, that explores basically life's mysteries, uh, solved and unsolved. Also some true crime there. Uh, Star Trek Mission Report, that's a podcast Steve and I do. It's on various forms of Star Trek, and we are currently covering Star Trek Picard, which is wrapping up very soon, next week to be precise. So we'll have episodes dropping on that. And then we have specials we've done. Uh, we have a comic book episode, which we interviewed, or not interviewed, he joined us, uh, Dan Umpton from the Doomcast. He does that show. He joined us for that discussion. It was really good. So we got all that stuff out there. So I encourage everyone to totally listen and share with your friends and family and all that jazz. So and we've got reviews as well. And of course, there's more content coming. So yeah, check that out. I uh, want to get into some movies that have been currently pushed back, you know, dealing with the times we live in. Uh, Quiet Place Part 2, that got pushed back. Um, it was supposed to come out March 19th, 2020, of course. Fast 9, I don't know if you guys were looking forward to this. Um, this is delayed a whole year. I haven't heard of that until today. Fast 9? Yeah, Fast and Furious 9. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Fast nine. No, that's right. I just shortened it. <laughs> the damn title's so long. Uh, are you bummed about that, Mitch? Fast nine getting delayed. Are you a fan? Are you a fan of a fast series? I mean, you know, I haven't really followed it too much. Mm -hmm. Um, I I watched the first Fast and Furious, and I think I watched episode five. Yeah, that's the best um, one. I think all, that's my favorite. They're all they're all good movies, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't say you know. Like I'm gonna stop what I'm doing and go watch it. If it <laughs> they're live action to cartoons, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're good enough for like a Saturday, you know. Yeah. Oh, nothing else is on. Oh, this is good to be good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just some kind of uh, just yeah. shut your brain off, basically. <laughs> right. Right. Don't think that's of exactly physics or anything like that. Yep. Yeah. So that's delayed a whole year. Uh, Black Widow. That's going to be delayed as well. It was supposed to come out May first. There was rumor on Wonder Woman 1984 was going to get released uh, just to streaming. Um, that's due out June 5th. So far, that date has not changed. Um, and the rumor has been denied of it going straight to streaming. So it will have a theatrical run, thankfully. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of hopefully. that going around. What's that? said hopefully. I hope so. Yeah. If this doesn't continue on through the summer months. Right. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be very different. But yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So well, they, they say right now that the the virus is actually kind of or does not like real humid climates, mm -hmm. and uh, well, it doesn't transfer well into humid climates, and doesn't like extreme heat, anything above eighty degrees. So they're saying that um, you know either we got to wait this thing out until you know 
uh, June, July, or, you know, this quarantine thing, or we find a cure. I mean, the FDA takes 12 to 18 months everywhere else around the world. I don't know how long they take, but it sure seems a lot shorter than the U.S. It'll be interesting, yeah. Because, yeah, even if they get the vaccine, it's not, it's kind of, I would think it's like the flu itself, the flu vaccine. You know, you once you have it, you it's not going to do you any good. You know, it's like a preventative measure. So unless they've right. got something that can actually, I do know testing now is they've made it quicker for the results. It used to take a couple of days, and now I think they got it down to like 45 minutes. So Yeah, um, they need to change that up. Like, stop trying to make a... a result finder that's quicker and faster i mean 45 minutes is fine okay move away from that yeah. find the cure right you know find yeah. a drug fighting disease i right. mean this is mm-hmm. this is like uh getting ridiculous here i know yeah i hear you <laughs> i i hear you i hear you um yeah um so yeah with those movies being pushed back uh newer films or who that are out now are actually jumping to streaming because they have to basically they just came out so Obviously, their box office is, you know, um, not so well. Uh, Invisible Man actually has been a hit already, but that's now on streaming. Uh, Onward, that's that Disney Pixar film. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually going to drop on Plus on April 3rd. So mm-hmm. might not have to pay for it if you have uh, Disney Plus, I take it. I'm, I'm yeah. one of them, so I'm The Hunt, Trolls World Tour. Bloodshot, which that was the Vin Diesel movie based on the comic book character. Uh, that... Troll, Trolls World Tour is postponed, or they're just dropping it straight to. It's straight. It's going to streaming. Yep, it's going straight to streaming. Oh, uh, good for them. Yeah, it'll be on demand, and so will Bloodshot. They usually run about twenty bucks to rent, and you might be able to see them more than once. I take it, but like we were talking about earlier, you know, if you take you take your spouse or a friend or whatever to a film you're going to spend that much on tickets alone you know maybe mm-hmm. even more so it mm-hmm. it seems expensive but it really isn't if you if you look at it so it's not it's not a terrible price and if you really want to see something that's you know at least you have an option to see it still you can't you don't have to wait i was going to say along with this uh this idea of pushing movies uh to streaming services which i think uh was kind of the next logical step but now it's being forced into the to mm-hmm. action and I'm glad they're doing that. Well, the one thing I really also like is uh, how um, celebrities, music artists especially, are getting together and doing live performances for free yes. on, on uh, social streaming services. So like Garth Brooks, um, depending on when this podcast co- cast comes out, uh, is going to be streaming on Monday. Um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've heard John Legend has been doing a couple things. Yep. Coldplay. Uh, yep. 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 Um, as well as them and uh you know it, it seems like this whole thing is just kind of like bringing everybody together which is really cool yeah and i like how you know even though maybe they can't do concerts they're get oh uh boob did you say buble michael buble because mm. i've heard he's been doing stuff too has he i yeah, yeah. i didn't hear that but uh yeah, you know, and then they netflix does that uh, party thing i heard uh youtube is starting to get into that great um yeah, it's it's really cool what's coming out. Well, I'm sure all these streaming uh, services are taking advantage of this. You know, you know, in the best way, of course. I, I would hope, but right. yeah, I, I applaud the artists for uh, giving their time to to do that, connect with their fans. You know, because that's you know that's how they that's how they've gotten their income over the years and their lifestyle. So it's nice to show appreciation to that. But yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That that's a good trend that's happening right now. 
with all these films that are costing money and so on that you can see from home, uh, I know right now it's worth it. Uh, do you see it uh, sticking around for the future by any chance? And uh, will it you want? Know what, I, what I'd like to see is like a mirroring. So basically put it in the theaters, but then also say if you want to stream it. Mm. But then you got the issue. Well, no, you could do it just exactly the same as uh, as what the NFL Network does on your phone. So mm-hmm. you can only watch NFL Network games on your phone. You can't cast it to your TV, right? Mm. Well, find a way to put in that programming um, so that you can't um, rip it from mm-hmm. that device and then you know share it across. So basically, you have the movie theater. You have the streaming services for people who want to stay at home. And then, you know, the rest. So Sure. I see it benefiting, like, older couples more who don't want to go out much, oh, yeah. you know, uh, or who aren't feeling well. Um, my my question is, uh, will we want to go back to theaters? I, I for one, will, because I, I love going to theaters. But do you think we're going to get a lot of uh, new trend of people who just rather not go out? No. I, I as, a, as a very extrovert uh, type person, this mm-hmm. is driving me absolutely batshit crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I love my wife to death and, and uh, you know, we've, mm-hmm. we've we've talked more than we have, you know, just yeah. simply because I work so much. Sure. Um, so we're having that fun. You know, we're doing things together, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it's it's been a great, a great, you know, mm-hmm. reawakening of things. But I'm a very extroverted type person. I like to get out. I like to do things. I like to talk to other people. Mm-hmm. This to me is very cathartic. Just talking to somebody else on a phone. You right. Know, yeah. Saying that I don't yeah. enjoy my wife's company whatsoever. Right. Um, but sure. Know, um, I'm, I will, uh, as soon as this picks back up again, I will be pounding the pavement as they say. And, yeah. And, uh, resuming life, uh, maybe a little bit differently, but still being out there and friendly to people. They'll be like, uh, uh wh- what would you like a ticket for? You'd be like everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take one. I'll well, take one unit, please. Well, and, yeah, that makes, that makes total sense. And yeah, cause I, I love going to the theater and, um, you know, bars still thrive. You can drink at home. Right. But yeah, you go out as, you know, get involved with the community basically at a bar or sports <laughs> bar or whatever, you know? That's still that's still popular, you know. So oh, yeah. there's a good line Shatner said in a movie. Um, uh, he was asked. He's at a bar, and uh, a person was observing this, and he was saying, uh, "You know, you're William Shatner. Why didn't you just drink at home?" And he's like, uh, "Well, alcoholics drink at home, so that's why I'm at the bar." <laughs> Can we talk for a second about this article I just found, where they indicated? That Seth Rogen got really high and live streamed him watching cats or live tweeting cats. Oh, the butthole cut. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm oh, I bet that's hilarious. These comments and they're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's just so, the whole. That's the whole thing right there. <laughs> so the whole story goes something like: uh, so they really wanted to put some digital graphics into this movie. <laughs> And in doing so, they added buttholes to all the cats. <laughs> what? Um, and then somebody thought, yeah. And then they hired somebody. Um, and there's there's names. There's uh, there's witnesses. I mean, this is all a very true story. There's somebody at the very end when they were when they were fixing everything, fine tuning everything. They hired another uh, company to come in and basically remove all the buttholes from the cats. <laughs> so now people are demanding the the cat the butthole cut. cut. Yeah, and so 
I believe if they added the buttholes back in, this would at least save the <laughs> the movie company, you know, a couple hundred oh my million God. dollars because they they took it. Well, who thought butt, that was a know? good idea in the first place? They don't even do that in the Jurassic Park films. Added added dinosaur buttholes? No, I don't. Oh. I don't think you'll ever see one. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean. <laughs> You know, I mean, cats have buttholes. It's just, it's funny that they added it and then they thought well enough to say, eh, I wish probably. That movie was just doomed to, to fail. Um, but I, 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 I did laugh at people like, this is so weird. I'm like, the the play is weird itself, but maybe they should have just approached it like the play, I guess. With, uh, the play is okay because it's a play. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's not something that... Well, the actors know, are dressed up in cat costumes versus being right. CG'd into a cat and... Yeah, I. Like people that go to watch movies try to connect with something that's familiar to them. They they right. want to have a belief that maybe this could really happen. Sure. In that universe, it's mm-hmm. not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's but, just weird. God damn it! Add buttholes back to these cats. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Well, you know, we were just talking about theaters, and I uh, we did share this on our page. Nolan, Christopher Nolan, that, that is. He uh, did an op-ed piece for Washington Post about movie theaters supporting them. And, um, you know, of course, he's a very talented guy. I was reading through this. Um, he's a five-time Oscar nominee. He hasn't won an Oscar, I don't think, for any of his work, which is shocking. That's wow. dumb. Yeah, right? Academy. Um, but, yeah, he was saying, um, and uh, this is just, you know, not exactly. I just kind of, uh, what's the word when you take someone's comments and... Uh, Change them up just a tad. I don't recall what it is right now. Reword. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, but he was basically saying just paraphrase. Paraphrase. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, My mind just yeah. went bloop. Um, you're fine. Yeah, he was saying um, theaters are a unique place uh, of community, um, and he said we'll need need them more than ever when this is all over. Um, they're going to need us too. And uh, you know, he said when you think of movies, you think of the stars, studios, and glamour. The, it's about the business for everyone, you know, the concession sellers, the equipment operators, ticket takers, bookers, advertisers, even bathroom attendants. Um, you know, they get paid hourly wages, and this is I'm how sorry. they. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Movie theaters have bathroom attendants. Well, I yeah. mean, janitor staff. Oh. Okay. Some might. That'd be nice, right? Yeah, That's I'm the world I want to live in. Just thinking that someone would hand my toilet paper to me, but it's fine. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I've I've uh, been in the presence of an attend- attendant once, and it wasn't that bad. They just basically uh, hand you a towel, I think, and then you got to tip them, um, which is weird. But no, I meant to say uh, bathroom cleaners. So there you go. Of course, this is how they they earn their living, and uh, you know his work can only be complete with them and us, the audience. So I think that's a you know important message to remember when all this is over, we can go out again and you know just be hopeful of that you know of course and yeah just think of that and that goes to I think that goes to any business out there restaurants all that stuff you know um, it's how they make their living so um, you know currently theaters that are shut down are the AMC's uh, Regal in Alamo Draft House I'm not sure uh, if the other ones around here are shut down I'm assuming so. Um, but I do hear people are still going out, which, uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> you know, it's like, Hey, let's just hang out inside for a bit and wait for all this to pass over. So I think it's an important message. And, uh, Megan, are you a big movie goer? Um, only if it's something that I really want to see. So mm-hmm. I guess n- no. So that's it. I mean, 
so the do you, loss of movie theaters is not a big deal to me. Right. Well, yeah. So going back to the other question, you would probably welcome this new streaming reality for films. I take it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we're already so we moved soon, and we've already. I'm. I mean, we're setting up to already have like a projector in our basement. And, wow. You know, sound system. So I mean, we. I mean, we plan to do most of this at home anyway, just because that's where I prefer to watch movies. I don't necessarily like to be grouped in with a bunch of people. Unless it's like an opening night for something really big, like Star Wars, I would obviously go see in the theaters. Yeah. Um, but like for little movies that like look good that you want to see, sure. I mean, I can wait till they come out. For sure. Yeah, you got to choose wisely. It's they're not cheap to go to. That's for sure. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I strongly encourage people to go to the theater if as much as they can, when they can. Um, we have so many now, and. You know, it's very comfortable to go there. Uh, it might even be too comfortable for some people, you know. <laughs> they just fall asleep probably. But um, I've never really done that before. Mitch, have you, or Megan, have you ever fallen asleep at a theater in the middle of a movie? No. <laughs> too many people. What about you, Mitch? Um, Close. Yeah. Uh, Horton Hears a Who was the movie. Uh, it was god-awful. It was uh, the worst Jim Carrey movie I've ever seen. Other than that, I've never had a problem Sure. Of course, I, I don't think people consciously go to a movie that uh, that they believe would be bad, but you know, maybe a movie that they see on TV that they're like, "Yeah, let's give it a try," and then yeah, complete crap. Um, if I was at home, I've never switched a movie faster um, than that John Travolta movie that was Scientology based. Oh, um, Battlefield Earth. Yes. Yeah. That was the worst goddamn movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, we need a new movie I poster don't... with the with the uh, uh, <laughs> credit on there from from you saying that. We've done that to face off before. We put a poster you, up there with Steve's quote. You, have you tried to sit through the movie? It's like it's absolutely terrible. The oh, it's it's wonky. Bad. It's all over the place. I mean, it it deserves to be on the Sci Fi Channel, and I don't even know if it would be prime time worthy. It would definitely be like at two or three in the morning. <laughs> what'd you it's say it was bad. it was the worst goddamn movie you've seen yeah it was the worst goddamn movie i've ever seen <laughs> i'm gonna make up a poster of that <laughs> please do <laughs> then put my name underneath it and that, that reminds me we gotta we gotta get some more advertisers back here soon yeah i know uh, i think we'll uh we'll reach out wink wink and uh <laughs> i've got one i've got one in mind so uh Anyway. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Well, uh, moving on, Dracula. Looks like we're going to get another Dracula film. Hopefully it's done right this time, but it's uh, going to be done by Blumhouse, which, you know, they, they produce a lot of good films right now that are they're made cheap and uh, they have really good quality. So they definitely earn their budget back. They're like the Tyler Perry of scary movies, you could say. So The Invisible Man was theirs. That's it. That's been a hit. That just recently came out, came out and that was produced by Universal Studios. Um and of course, they own the rights to the classic monster characters. And years ago, I don't know if I'm sure you remember this the the Tom Cruise movie, The Mummy, that was supposed to kick kickstart this whole dark universe for them, and it just basically flopped, and uh, it ended up not happening at all. I think they're going to have like Angelina Jolie be the Bride of Frankenstein, and uh, I think Johnny Depp was going to be the Invisible Man at that time. Invisible Man, the current one, is has been a success, and uh, I've heard it's really good, good film. Uh, they've kind of adapted the concept to today's time. It's more technology based, I guess. But yeah, so they got a Dracula film currently in the works. Uh, of course, Dracula the character, 
um, that was created by Bram Stoker in 1897, novel Dracula. He moved from Transylvania to England, and he battled Van Helsing. Uh, the Dracula, I never did see the uh, like classic Bela Lugosi Dracula, maybe pieces of it, but uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, the the Francis Ford Coppola film. You remember that one, Mitch and Megan? You seen it, Mitch? Didn't no. you? You never seen What's uh, that? You never seen uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula from like the early nineties? No, I've seen bits and pieces. Oh, of it. you? No, I didn't. It starred uh, Keanu Reeves. He had an English accent. I've I've heard about it, um, and I uh, I've never seen it. Um, I think that it was if it was in the early nineties. I lived under some very strict parent mm-hmm. guidelines. Of, sure. I couldn't see PG thirteen until I was thirteen. Obviously, rated oh, sure. R until yeah. I was seventeen. So. Well, this was um, this was definitely was... R. <laughs> oh, okay. Then yeah, I I yeah. did not see that movie. It, it was it was a good trippy film, really. Gary Oldman played Dracula, and uh, yeah, I encourage everyone to see it. I haven't not seen it in years, but my uncle took me to it, and uh, it was it was it was a good time. Even as a maybe I was twelve at the time, I was I remember laughing at Keanu Reeves' British accent. It was just terrible, so bad. <laughs> but just 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 for that alone, you should see the film. Uh, it might be out was there on the streaming. Worst goddamn accent you've ever heard. <laughs> the accent, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I can't really think of anything else that was worse than worse. Uh, than what's his face's uh, accent in uh, Mary Poppins. Oh, um, uh, Dick Van Dyke's uh, English accent. No, actually, that was better. <laughs> no, this was really? bad. This was really bad. It was Keanu Reeves. So, whoa! <laughs> it was like surfer dude trying to do a British accent. It was it was nice. hilarious. But yeah, so Blumhouse, you know they. They've done really good uh, work recently, and they did the Halloween the Halloween reboot. I don't know if you guys saw that last Halloween they did. It was pretty good. So yeah, I, I'm pretty excited. I, I want the Universal Monsters to come back, and I you know uh, I want them done right. And I just think with uh, that whole dark universe, they were just trying to give you some shit, you know, wrapped in a nice expensive package. So um, I still like the movie The Mummy. I thought it was good. Yeah, it's not uh, terrible, but man, I really thought. Uh, I think the problem of that film was Tom Cruise. They, I think they rewrote a lot of it for him, which yeah. makes sense. He's he should have just been the damn mummy. That would have probably been the best thing to do. I don't know, but right. yeah. So anyway, that's. Um, I don't know, Megan. Are you are you a big monster movie fan? Classic monsters, mm. like Frankenstein, things like that. No. No. Nope. I I like the depiction of Frankenstein and Pennywise, if you guys remember that, but Hmm. I don't. No. You've seen Pennywise? Okay, never mind. Oh, Pennywise not, from it? Not Pennywise, sorry. Um Penny Dreadful. Woo. Oh, oh Frankenstein's no. and Penny Dreadful? Yeah, too many too many uh pennies. Uh but yes, uh Frankenstein is in uh uh Penny Dreadful. Wait, he's a, a bird. A version of it, anyways, and he's not—he's uh, not your traditional, you know, green, right? Big head. I mean, he's just a human being, handsome, in yeah. Which, mm-hmm. yeah, that came back to life. But his creator, mm-hmm. um, I think, is is known as Frankenstein, and he's not. Wow. He, he's yeah. So I've not seen that show, but it, it deals with supernatural elements. Then. Yes, it does. I didn't know that. Uh, it's, it's done now, uh, and I think it ended poorly, but uh, they haven't, yeah, I mean, I watched it all the way through. There's a prequel series coming out, I think, on it. 
Oh, is there? Mm-hmm. That. I think yeah, I think there's actually a, a trailer out there now. But oh, that's interesting. Okay, yeah, Robert De Niro actually played Frankenstein in '94's um, Mary Shelley's Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Kenneth Brognaugh, he was in that. I think he directed it, but very grotesque oh. looking Frankenstein. If you want to check that out, but yeah, I, hey, I I'm excited for the the monster characters to come back. It's it's hard to make them scary now versus back then. I think you also had the element right. of black and white films, you know, things like that. But yeah, you can definitely make them scary. So, uh, the Wolfman, I think that's, uh, Benicio del Toro. He, um, was that? Yeah. I think he, he played the Wolfman years, years ago. And that was a pretty good film. Um, not the best plot, but the, the effects were good. So yeah, hopefully we'll get, uh, get more of these films made the right way. Let's say, uh, the Mandalorian season two, Looks like they've casted Rosario Dawson to play the live-action uh, Ahsoka Tano, which is a big popular yeah, character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's. Um, I guess she's campaigned to play this part for a while now, and so so oh, have the I fans. See. So I'm glad she uh, she got the part. Appears and uh, this character debuted in the Clone Wars animated movie. She was Anakin's Padawan. Uh, featured in Star Wars Rebels and uh, her own novel as well. She's going to be one of the main characters in the seventh and final season of Clone Wars. Um, yeah, I'm kind of sad this character never made it to the the movies. It seems so much more interesting than uh, what we got. Um, but yeah, her species is uh, Tagrata, I think is how you say it. I don't know. She's like red-faced... Well, she's She's gonna be in the Mandalorian, right? Though season two, yes, yeah, okay. yeah. Right. She's like a red-faced uh, with a white uh, hairpiece alien. It's kind of weird to explain what the hell that is. It's not horns, but it's think of like the headpiece, like the uh, the lady that was dancing for Jabba the Hutt. Yes, yes, wherever the that's, hell that is. Yeah, that looks. Why like. do I remember that scene? Because <laughs> it's your favorite scene. You remember. <laughs> It was like the first time you're a little kid and you're like, ooh, scandalous clad lady. <laughs> With a fucked up head. Uh, <laughs> With a weird hair. Maybe they're trunks. I don't know. They kind of look like elephant trunks. I don't I don't know. I don't yeah. know. They have points to them. It's weird. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see if she'll be, you know, like CG'd or actually made up for the part. You know, maybe both. You know how they can do that now. I could see the headpiece being CG'd maybe, but... Who yeah. knows? I mean, yeah, the, I can see the headpiece definitely being CG. I mean, the show's budget. Uh, maybe they can do that, or you know, I don't know how far they can go. I mean, they're going to make it look movie quality. I, I thought the first season was pretty great and looked God good. Damn, was that first season amazing though? Yeah, and well, in spoilers, we had the white saber at the end, which was awesome. That was a cool yeah. reveal. And Megan, have you seen the Mandalorian? Yes, I have. Were you impressed with it? I mean, it was. <laughs> It was it was going on about the time I was watching The Witcher, so I mean, uh, it, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Well, that's yeah. um, this uh, season two will be due out October twenty twenty, so shouldn't have yeah. any interruptions there because it goes right to streaming. But <laughs> I do wonder this one thing though, like how much or how many movies are on the docket to be start or like to start production, mm-hmm. but. Are we going to get overloaded with movies, or are they going to space them out again, or are we going to have like a period that's, of no movies coming out? That's a great question. Right. I mean, if it's if they're if they're under the same producer, maybe or studio, maybe they can do like a a package deal. You know, you pay this certain amount and you get to see all these films. Maybe I, yeah. I don't know. 
uh, paying into it, whether you go see it or not, they still get the money. Of course, we had Tom yeah. Hanks. Uh, he he was like almost patient zero of the celebrities for the uh, the coronavirus. He was currently right. filming uh, an Elvis movie in Australia, so that's um, on the back burner now. Of course, a lot of these films. Well, he was just released from the hospital, though. He yeah he, uh, he made it up just fine. So yeah, well, they quarantined it right away, and uh, I think I think just you know. Catching it early is the best you can do, and I'm sure you got all the medications you needed to, uh, to you know. Right. And that's that's great, and that's nice. But I read a lot of articles where just the general public are not being treated in the same capacity. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I think that that's upsetting. So you see somebody who's super famous who goes through this, and I'm sure it's it's just as terrible mm. as as uh, a regular person going through it. But the resources that are available to them are very different than the resources that are available to your average Joe. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah. a lot of them are getting sent home. So where he was quarantined within the hospital there, mm-hmm. a lot of these people are being sent home to be quarantined and being told not to come back unless you have a fever of 103 mm-hmm. or you experience labored breathing. And by mm-hmm. that time, a lot of times it's progressed so far that it's kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, a too late scenario where they're being hooked up onto ventilators right away. Right. Um, rather than monitoring it. Now, we don't have the hospital capacity, obviously, but I just, is it fair to pick and choose? You know, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, so, that's, sadly, that I think that's what they had to do in, uh, they've had to do in Italy with uh, mm-hmm. older patients. You know, they've had to basically take the respirators. They basically had to choose who dies, and that's something you never want to ever have to, yeah. to, to, you know, make a decision on. But, of course, celebrities, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, with them currently in production, it's you know if it's not them paying for the the service, it's the studio backing their star. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, it does suck, and I would hope uh, I want everyone treated the same. But yeah, they obviously have a more luxury, and they can not work for a while. You know, they'll be fine. I think that's what a lot of people are upset about. You know, you see all these celebrities trying to try to cope and be like yeah. you and like oh it's just it's terrible but they're in their mansion you know and they don't have to worry about bills and so on um but you know their attitude mostly is encouraging it's not you know basically shoving it in your face you know it's just unfortunately that's you know uh people are you know, don't like to think of that but you know they bigger standards um and who knows all the uh Maybe Australia had the capacity for everyone to be treated. I, I'm not sure. I mean, they may be able to go off site to a, you know, like a, not a nursing home, but like a, a assistance home for their quarantine. It's hard to say, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be shutting down a lot of movie productions, of course. I mean, everyone's way of life is shutting down and sure, it's scary, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. how do you know, we need to prepare better for this in the future, I think. And I think... Um, going on into a tangent, but I, I like to think our generation will be maybe less materialistic and they'll they'll save better and not borrow so much, go in right. debt so much. It's kind of a wake-up call, you know? If you have your house in order, you don't have to worry about all these bills that most people have to, you know? Um, someone posted on Facebook about, you know, getting like a bailout check and they're like, well, how good is that going to be if I can't go you know, anywhere to buy things or whatever. But then, you know, someone stated, well, you can pay off your credit cards or other things. Oh, yeah, then- That's exactly what we plan on doing. If we get into a hardship, you know, or mm-hmm. 
um, jobs become a, an issue, uh, we're saving, and I know that they probably hear, hate to hear it, but we're saving that as a rainy day fund, um, mm. you know, for bills. Yeah, um, which everyone should. Yeah, I mean, don't don't just take it and go, oh my God, now I can buy that TV I really want. Right. Um, because that's stupid. Right. I yeah. think a lot of people's mindsets will change, and not not all probably, but I think most of us will have that in our back of our mind, like, you know, I could buy this right now, or I could put it away, because what if tomorrow I can't leave my house, I can't work? Right. It's like, I'll have this money, and I think that's, it's going to be a lot of us going forward, I, I strongly believe that. You know, we'll still go out and have fun, but I think uh, a lot of us will manage our money better. Which is, you know, uh, probably... Uh, I would hope. Yeah, I would hope so, yeah. too. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just going kind of off of history, you know. A lot of people became really cheap, and... You well, know, the Great Depression is a great... Uh, yes, exactly. That. I mean, you know, people stopped uh, putting money in banks and started putting it underneath their beds or in safes sure. and stuff like that, you know, where you didn't have to trust somebody else to take care of your own money. Right. Um, which, you know, it, another thing that I was just... I was talking to Allie about last night. I don't want to hijack the conversation, but no, it's fine. Um, she was. Uh, we were talking about how funny it is that money really doesn't have the same meaning that it used to. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. there's two forms of it. There's digital, which you say that you have, right? Mm-hmm. Like we all know that we have something in the bank, but we can't physically touch it or mm-hmm. see it. Yep. It's just there, right? And so now we're putting an actual value on something that's that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's hypothetical, right? Yeah. But we all know it to be true. It's just we believe that the person will follow through with the the hypothetical that we have in the bank. So right. It's it's a very interesting concept yeah. to not physically hold money anymore. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, it's going to definitely uh, – things are going to change, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that you'll still have people who are – and maybe we'll gradually get back to being stupid with our money, but I think a lot of us will remember this time and – learn from it, you know, the way they, they should. So you can still have fun, but yeah, you gotta, fortunately, you know, unless there's something in place for, you know, this happens, then this is what, well, you know, you'll get or whatever. So at least we have, um, we have a lot of distraction right now with all these, these streaming services and movies and, you know, just things to listen to. So it's not like you're totally shut out from the world, which is which is good. But um, I do like uh, the articles that get posted that talk a lot about how the environment is changing. Mm-hmm. It's changing for the better because there's not as much. We, we're not leaving as much of a carbon footprint, mm-hmm. um, which was, you know, yeah. not good for yeah. our ecosystems. I do like that. I think my only fear is when we do come out of, out of this. I mean, we're gonna go right. We didn't learn anything. We're going to go right back to what we were doing before. Well, so. at least it's getting a break. You know, we're all taking right. a break, and at least it's a it's a it's the longest break it's probably had for a while. And well, yeah. since the industrial era, for sure. So, and maybe this will kind of help uh, businesses want to invest in different technology. I mean, it's out there. You know, Teslas are being produced more and more. So, I think everyone. I, uh keep seeing those more and more and the more i see them the more i like them i do i just don't like how quiet they are you know you could just you just be out walking and (laughs) next thing you know you're hit by something and it's a damn tesla (laughs) they're so quiet they're so damn quiet yeah 
They need to put a sound effect on them just just for us to hear. You can get a cool like a little beep beep. Yeah, like beep you can beep. get like like I'd pick like an, an Aston Martin sound effect, you know, so it sounds like really cool and yeah, you could have all kinds of weird sound effects. Or just a you know, I have heard that clown they, uh, they have an app in those in those Teslas, or they're uh, fiddling around with one uh, that kind of gives a simulation of an engine uh, noise. There you go. The, the faster that you go, so that your mind in your head still mm-hmm. thinks that you're driving a car, but you don't get that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. God, all I hear is just whooshing from the air. Yeah, you know that might be a law. I could see that being a law. People are like, "Hey, I can't hear these damn things. Like they have to have a noise on them. Have to. Not like a loud noise, but something I can hear." So I yeah. could I could see that They're being expensive. A... I wish they would make them cheaper in they... the sense that it's better for the the environment but i think you can get them for like 20 30 grand that's not terrible um the Uh, my truck is going to be 30 from them so i can't wait truck will be the the things that i'm hearing though is that uh, the government is giving huge tax credits yeah um so if you buy one you're gonna have to pay for it up front but uh your first year you get quite a bit of money back from the government uh so as long as those tax credit keeps on uh, yeah. keeps on happening, I think the people who um, are stretching to afford them, uh, well, you'll find them in greater numbers uh, than to the point where once they become available for mm-hmm. resale, uh, they'll be, you know, at least cheap enough that the average Joe Q public can buy one. Yeah, yeah, you and me, Mitch, we'll start a club. Yeah, the Tesla. Yeah, <laughs> the Tesla club. Do you uh, want to join Megan? <laughs> yeah, I do want to join. Uh, do I get a free car? Because sure, why not? Okay. Right. Well, you have to you have to buy the truck. Yeah. We have seen that. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Do you I like it? I like it. it's grown on me. No, I, mean, I like it. I don't care. It looks like it's out of a. Uh, someone put it actually in a in the GoldenEye video game, and yes. it matches perfectly. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm good with that. That's cool. That's a Very that's something that 12 year old me would want. It's so 90s looking. I like it. It actually. Yeah. It looks like origami. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An origami car. It's oh. so slick though. I've seen I've seen people in them, you know, getting a ride, and it's so smooth. Like it's just and it's fast. It's uh, oh yeah, yeah. Too fast, too furious. Yes, but uh, yes. Uh, Megan, would you like to talk about The Witcher before we leave? I would love to talk about The Witcher because it is the best show on the planet. Um, well, they've stopped production just kind of like everybody else has. So no ETA on when that's set to come out. Originally, they said it was going to come out in 2021. So who knows how long that'll take after this whole event said and done. Uh, I do want to kind of bring up, there will be new characters. One of them in particular that was kind of a hot spot on Twitter, even back in 2018, which I was not aware of. Uh, fans were really, there's this character called Vesmir, and he is uh, basically the the mentor um, of Gerald. And so they wanted, yeah, they wanted Henry, uh, they they wanted um, the guy from Star Wars, Henry Hamill, or... Um, oh, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill, Henry Hamill. See, I'm thinking of Henry. That's his brother. Havel. Yeah, that's his brother. <laughs> they wanted him to play that character, and they've wanted him to play that character for a long time, um, to the point where somebody had tweeted about it, and then Mark had written back that, like, I don't know who this is or what it is, but you're, I agree, I should play this character, and they didn't go with him. Um, what? They, yeah, they went with a guy named Kim 
Bodina, B-O-D-N-I-A. I don't know how you pronounce that. Don't come for me, you <laughs> internet trolls. Uh, so they've gone with him, and I did take a look at him, and I would be interested to see what it, what they make him look like because he's definitely in the in the series. He's got uh, Vesmir has like shoulder length hair, um, and this guy looks like he's pretty much bald. Uh, so if you Google him, hmm. and he hasn't really been in anything that I'm aware of. Like I don't really know who this guy is, so it'll just be sure. interesting to see sure. how his character ties in with the rest of the crew and there's also some other characters that i haven't i'm not completely familiar with just because i haven't gotten that far in the game to know who they are but um at least know who vesmir is and i know that he was a hot topic for a while so nice cool i gotta i still gotta finish that i uh i started it and uh i didn't hate it so i will i will check it out i will have to do that soon yeah there's a lot of things i gotta check out so good good time to catch up on things you like it? If you stop it at all, then you're not in love with it. That's what I tell everybody. Like, if you don't binge watch, binge watch the whole thing, it's not for you. Well, I was half asleep when I watched the first one, so that was already against me. But <gasps> Josh, I know, right? I know. It's terrible. I think it's he, I think he works out a little bit. I'm, I'm just I got a I got a feeling, a hunch that he's been hitting the gym pretty hard. Could call uh, me crazy. I follow, him on, I follow him on Twitter, and he does follow a. Uh, uh, regiment but he hasn't been active lately and i think that's just simply because he's i mean they're quarantined so they're not right there he doesn't have a whole lot to post about oh wait he does have one new post it's called isolation loaf and it's a piece of bread that's oh. all he got um, <laughs> <laughs> um you know not to uh interrupt uh but uh just saw across the news um Rand paul first u.s senator to uh test positive for covid19 are you shitting me? Nope, just got it. And he was he well, was I... against uh, sick leave. Um, he like held up the bill on it. That's crazy. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, he's he's a doctor too. So yeah. <laughs> Iowa has uh, ninety cases as of today. If you didn't know that, and Governor Reynolds is going to hold a press conference at two thirty today. Wow. I'm I really sure it'll hope be they the don't same. Shut everything down. Because the issue is, we still have a lot of people going out, right? Uh, yes, as of yesterday. So I drove. I got in my car and drove to my mom's to use her printer because we don't have a printer and I didn't want to go out you mm. know, and buy one. Sure. And I mean, there were tons of people out. I mean, they just Jesus. aren't. They just aren't. Like, I get it. I, I get the frustration. But it's like, you got to stay in. Yeah. I don't want to say that not everybody gets it because it's okay to go out and walk around. And there were people who were out walking around and they're keeping their distance. Mm-hmm. But as far as people still going places, I mean, it's still, I think um, Nick said he went, when he went to Hy-Vee yesterday, I mean, he said it was, it was fairly busy. I mean, there were still a significant amount of people there. Wow. So I'm just looking around into like the different parking lots that still are allowing business. I mean, they've got, they're full of cars. Right. So I don't think people get it no no and unfortunately yeah we might have to have a shutdown for it to because i think kansas city just had a shutdown and uh yeah i was originally supposed to be at PlanetCon, and i was really hoping they would cancel it and they ended up doing that but i was like i really don't want to be forced to make the decision you know to um yeah and they made it for me thankfully but yeah if they're on lockdown like it's gonna happen for us i imagine so yeah everyone i, just, I, I hope not either some of us have already been quarantined for yeah. a week, like me, myself. Yeah, me too. You know, you're just you're just dragging this out even longer for the rest of us who are trying to listen, right? And you know, do the right thing. And you're all out still 
Yeah, it's like it's not fun for it us. <laughs> it's not fun, but yeah, we want to be yeah. out as soon as uh, everyone else. You know, it just kind of goes to the whole people buying more than they need. You know, thing happening with the toilet paper and Dawn dish soap, all that stuff. It's like you well, know, we got to help I each other out. I don't think the malls have closed. I think the malls are still very much open. I have a friend who works there, and I mean, I think the other day she was posting a photo of her at work, and so obviously people are still shop- shopping. It's yeah. ridiculous. I just yeah. do well, you need Bath and Body Works? Do you need do you need clothes right now? No. Right. Right. The one thing I find really funny is that GameStop said that if, yes. even if there is like a shutdown, there's they're still wanting to force the consideration that they are an essential part yes. of our business. And then okay. what was it? Um, some, some state revoked GameStop's license to work in that state <laughs> as a result. Yeah. I don't know which state it was, but it's absolutely hilarious. It's like, yeah, you know what, GameStop? Well, you can't do business in this state anymore. Yeah. Like, there you go. <laughs> Which is hilarious. So stupid. <laughs> they're essential. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, GameStop was close to bankruptcy, which is why I think they're mm-hmm. pushing so hard. Um, you know, and it, it's funny because High V fired what right before we all kind of got told to go home, like three hundred forty-five mm-hmm. jobs or something like that. Yep. And now they're hiring. Was, now they're hiring like stalkers, right? Thousand more stalkers and stuff like that, just for the sole purpose of stocking the shelves. They can't keep stuff on the shelves that quick. And here's the other deal: um, management that. Um, is over in Hy-Vee because it's employee-owned actually get bonuses based on store performance. Jesus. Can you imagine the store bonuses that God. are going to be handed out yeah. for the next few months just because they they uh, they went through hell there? I mean, my yeah. God. Hey, you know what? Burn it down. That's that's what they're just contributing to it, you know? It's... Uh, well, it's... They, they are an essential part of business, so they, they give food to the community, so they have a, a reason to still be open. It's just... Um, they're taking, you know, precautions, putting up the plexiglass mm. in front of the checkout counters and stuff like that. So, I mean, they're being smart. I'm all, yeah, I'm all for them staying open and stuff. I'm not trying to yeah. be a total hater, but those higher ups are going to get these bonuses. Like, I think that's that, wrong, you know? I, yeah. Those people like, like I could see management, but like store directors and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, I don't know. I, it, you know, if a store director got something, then he would probably be set for life with his employees if he was to let that trickle down as, you know, prospective bonuses to people that went through it. Well, Um, just from my wife's experience working there, like they get a lot of these store directors from corporate and they spend corporate money, which they don't have like any, any mess up on cake orders or whatever. The person would not only get the cake free, they get a damn gift card. It was ridiculous. It was so stupid. And, reckless and i just think uh yeah i don't know it's these people getting these temporary jobs i hope they know that it's temporary like i don't think they're going to keep them after this you know it's because it will slow down it'll it'll ride them through the wave yeah of course but yeah i mean i want them to prosper sure but well the ones that that do work hard will probably get jobs somewhere hopefully yeah hopefully but yeah um well yeah i guess um that's all we really have anything else you guys want to add before we go no, I'm good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks guys for uh, coping with this whole uh, technology snafu. Yeah. We'll work on getting it uh, better for next time. Um, or, you know, as long as we can't meet, um, we'll do that. So, all right. Well, yeah, this um, we'll, we will be back. That's for sure. 
Uh, check out our archives, like we said earlier. Plenty of uh, content out on, out there and uh, Podbean and all streaming services. So, uh, like I said, five years worth of material. So it's quite a bit, quite a bit. So more more coming your way. Uh, with that said, we'll be back. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Megan. Have a good one. And wash Bye, your damn everybody. hands. Bye. <laughs>